Uh, Ube Island's podcast. Me, JFM, JFMB. Still Super Bowl 56 winning Rams podcast. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm kind of rusty because I'm back. I'm back. Uh, took like a three week vacation to the Philippines. And if you want to hear about that, I got like stuff coming up in my main episode channel thing, I guess. It's on this channel. And I'm going to record it a little bit later. I'm just kind of getting used to being back in America. And one of the things that I did to try and, like, regain my footing here in America is watch. Oh, shit. <laughs> is watch American sports, such as American football. And, you know, I was gone for three weeks and... Yeah, I was watching football and I was watching other sports as well. Baseball too, World Series, and yeah, that's great. But, you know, I was, my other team, if you don't know, is the Sixers. And they, they treated me well. They were like, you know, you just got back from a three-week vacation. We miss our guy. So we're going to give him a welcome home gift. And that was a two-game winning streak over the last past two days. And a career high, career night for Tyrese Maxey had like 44 points. So I was really proud. I was very, I was very surprised by my Sixers giving me that, that homecoming gift, you know, saying welcome back, dude. And they gave me like two great victories. And you know that we're kind of struggling on that side. But these Rams, on the other hand, you know, they decided to give me poop. They decided to shit on my return to America. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I left when we lost in the Niners. And then I come home and to see us lose to the Niners again. Even worse than before, I think. I, <laughs> I tried to erase that from my memory. But we we lost even worse than before, I think. So I guess things haven't changed here in America, <laughs> at least with my team. And I was just, I don't know. Like I, I'm so done with the season. Like I, of course, like I gotta watch it. Like I, it's it's like in my blood. Like I have to watch it. But I'm like. This feels like 2019 all over again, where it's like, we're just dragging out the season. We know that we're not good. And yeah, like you say, like, it's a health thing. And yeah, that's true. But, and, you know, we could magically all get healthy towards the end of the season and make a run. You know, pick up OBJ, convince Andrew Whitworth to unretire, get Eric Weddle back. But that's not going to happen, I think. You know, I don't think we could replicate the magic that was last season. So it's just like, we're kind of just going through the motions. And with that said, here's the recap of the game. Which, if you could tell from my tone, we lost. And it it, it just sucked. And yeah, let's do it. Let's try to do it quick. So I could record my other pod. But yeah. So I think this is like loss number eight i think i don't i don't even know i lost count 
of how many straight losses we've had against this team in the regular season. At least like, you know, the Fox, Fox Sports or who, I think it was Greg Olson, forgot the other guy, it was Mark Sanchez, who I love so much. But they at least they acknowledge that we beat them in the postseason. Like other people like BJS, Joe Buck, Joe Buck and other other broadcasts, they're like, oh my God, they beat them every seven straight times. And yeah, they did in regular season, but they don't mention like the postseason. So at least this fucking broadcast team decided to um, acknowledge the fact that we did beat them in the postseason. On our way to our Super Bowl victory. Look at the banner. Like it didn't just pop up there out of nowhere. Like we won that. But still it sucks losing all like four straight seasons in a row in regular season against this team. Like I feel like we sacrificed. Like we made a deal with the football gods that we like we already repaid our sins. We we, No we repaid the football gods for the NFC uh, championship against the Saints. Like, we had that defensive pass interference, non-call, but then we repaid them back by giving the Bengals a touchdown in the Super Bowl off of a missed offensive pass interference. So it's like all our debts, our debt is paid off with the football gods. But we made one more sacrifice or something like that. I don't know. We were like, you know, we'll trade one Super Bowl victory if it means that we lose to the Niners every single fucking time in the regular season. And, you know, I wasn't there for the um, negotiations with the football gods, but <laughs> I would have agreed with that. I'll take that any day. If if a Super Bowl victory means that we lose a million times straight to the Niners in the regular season, that's a deal. 100%. As long as we could beat them in the postseason. Or as long as, like, all bets are off in the postseason. You know, it's a fair game. But it's just, like, there's no end in sight. Like, this game in particular was just, like, the same shit. Different day. Like, it's the same gimmick play. This time it was a running back pass for a touchdown. There was miscommunication on defense. That led to a big play. Uh, I think it went to their tight end. Not Kittle. And then there was... Uh, what else? What else did I miss? Oh, the, the classic. Sean McVay, three and out. Right after the Niners score. Like, there's always that Sean McVay, three and out that happens right when we need a good drive. Like, we can't even get, like, a first down. It's like... what? I, and I've said this before, like, in the other podcast or in the last episode. It's like, why can't we just get, like, two? Why can't we get just, like, one first down and then we get a couple yards and then it's third and short and we mess up and then we punt the ball. But it's always, like, first down, we get stuffed on a run. Second down, it's a sack. Third down, we miss. It's incomplete. And it's, like, third and fourth and long and we punt it and they have a good field position. It happens all the time. But, yeah, so, that happened. <laughs> but the main difference, I think, this time around is Christian McCaffrey, the title of this episode. I, uh, I'll admit, 
I was in the Philippines <laughs> when I heard the news. My, of course, like I'm in the Bay Area. Like my family, my whole family is like Niner fans. So they were talking about. They told me about the pickup with McCaffrey, and I was like, "Oh shit!" But I didn't really care because like the Niners always had like a really good running back group. Like that's never been an issue. Like it's not like oh my god the Niners never had like a running game now they do like nah they've always had a strong running game and they they were okay in the passing game as well so I was like okay that's not gonna be a big difference and I was wrong very wrong you know like I know like I know McCaffrey's super talented like from Stanford like I I never like truly watched him but I know he's good I've heard things. And this is like the first time like I've seen him play in person. I mean not in person, but like an actual game of him. And he's really fucking good. Like he's really, 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 really good. And I'm like, fuck. He's here now. <laughs> As if like Debo Kittle is enough. Like he, he's this motherfucker. But yeah, he... I'll talk about McCaffrey. Like, I'm not a hater. Like, I always give props. Like, no matter what. Like, I'll always give players props. Even if they're on a team I don't like. So, like I said, McCaffrey is like... He's a true multi-purpose running back. Like, the true, true multi-purpose running back. And when I mean multi-purpose running back... I mean a running back that could run the ball catch the ball and then throw the ball too yeah and he did all that in this game like just like his coming out party you know had to be against us not against the Chiefs last week where they got spanked not against uh, I think it's last week but yeah not against them of course it had to be against us you know it just had to be against us and he catches a touchdown very impressive catch at the uh, sidelines. He like jumped up so high for it. it. Looked like a legit wide receiver. Then he had a rushing touchdown, not rushing touchdown, big run. And then he he had that gimmick, Kyle Shanahan gimmick play where like same as um, the Bengals in the Super Bowl, they did the whole let's do a lateral to the running back and then he's gonna throw it and it just gets us every fucking time. Like why don't why doesn't every team just do that against us every week? Why is it? I I expect that every week now. But yeah, he did everything. He did the trifecta, and it was really impressive. You think they're gonna talk about it all week? But you know, I don't care. But he did he did great, and he's very impressive. And it's it's just a couple things. One, Christian McCaffrey is super slippery. Like he's very good in the open field like it was a hard task task for anybody to tackle him because he's very shifty he's very smart not saying that because he's white but i'm just <laughs> he's a you know of the caucasian white you know but he's just he just he's very nimble is that the word i mean i don't i don't want to get canceled like kanye I don't want to get canceled like Kanye. Uh, nimble, okay, yeah. He's agile. There you go. <laughs> He's just very shifty. And he just, there's one play where he had, 
where he looked like he caught a ball and he's going towards the sideline. And all of a sudden, like, he somehow shifted his body, somehow was able to shift his body weight back towards the back towards the midfield or the infield or the hash you know what i'm saying and like taylor rap you know he's he's all he's he's okay tackler but nobody had a chance trying to tackle that and i was like oh my god fuck that he's just coming out the backfield too it's like any other running back that's like whatever like three yards four yards but he he turned it into like 10 yards i think he broke like taylor rap and jalen ramsey and that's, that's not cool but yeah he's just he's tough and then he's super quick as well so like he could run towards the sidelines he could run east and west and use his speed to get past people and that's just very unfortunate for everybody that's not a niner fan like that we have to deal with this now and you know shanahan's gonna find his ways to get him going and it's just it's it's gonna be it's gonna pay off pay dividends for them you know offensively so McCaffrey looks good he looks great so yeah we got to deal with that motherfucker now and yeah <laughs> what else uh and on the flip side like our defense like you know the whole Ben don't break Morris defense where he just kind of relies on a D lineman trying to uh what get a sack you know the front four with leonard floyd greg gaines Sean robinson aaron donald no von miller you know it's it's not the niners did a really really good job protecting jimmy g because he had all day to throw and jimmy g is not a bad quarterback he just fucks up sometimes (laughs) And especially if you give him that much time in the pocket, he's going to find people open. And that's what he did. And I know, you know, the broadcast team did a good job mentioning it, like mentioning that we're not blitzing. We're not getting enough pressure on Jimmy G. And that was the difference. We just couldn't figure out a way to make things uncomfortable for Jimmy G. And as a result, he just had everything open for him. Didn't matter that he had didn't have Debo. He still had his weapons with Ayuk, Kittle, um, McCaffrey. Yeah. So, yeah, the defense was just not on point as it should have been. Like, I wish that they could have at least sent somebody. Like, they, they do. Like, Morris does send guys like Jalen Ramsey every now and then. And then he'll send a couple guys sometimes. But if we, we if we can't get pressure on Jimmy G, we're just going to have a bad day. And we didn't have a good day. And, yeah, defense just did not look good. And, yeah, we're going to have to find a way to stop McCaffrey. And that is that. Offensively, you know, I, <laughs> I who, who is our running back, dude? Like, what happened? Like, what, what happened? In the three weeks I was gone. Like, where's Cam Akers? Like, where's Henderson? Why He was there, too. He was healthy. And then I saw Malcolm Brown's back wearing a different number. Confused me for a second. But we had, like, some rookie named Rivers, number 30, playing running back. And I was like, who is that, yo? He didn't look too bad, actually. 
But supposedly, like, we're trying to trade Cam Akers because, you know, we're not going to sign him. <laughs> Good to see that we've learned our lesson. But, yeah, like, what the fuck? Who, who, who is that? And, and then the offensive lineman, you know, Brian Allen came back. Rob Havenstein, Havenstein is just somehow still healthy. Thank God. And knocking on wood that he'll stay healthy for the rest of the season. And then we have um, Bobby Evans at left guard. Some other dude at tackle. And I can't name the other guy. But they're not the starters. And it's just a different unit. And they suck at run blocking because we just didn't get anything going in a run game. It was so bad that Matthew Stafford had to turn into Lamar Jackson to fucking score a touchdown in the red zone. Because we couldn't punch it in at, what, one yard to go for third and goal or something like that. It was that bad. And the nine give the Niners credit, but, I mean, Jesus Christ. like, Like, there was no... There's nothing to work with. We were getting beat every single every single run. With that said, you know, the passing game is what saved us. Well, the pass blocking is what saved us. I think the offensive line really, really, really did a lot better pass blocking than rush blocking. Did they stop Bosa and everybody all the time? No, they didn't. Stafford got sacked a couple times. But for the most part... Stafford had enough time to pass. And that was good. Like, that was the reason why we were able to score touchdowns in this game. Because <laughs> we had time to throw the ball. And there's other stuff that we did. Like, Sean McVay, his adjustment was to throw more screens. Which is, like, what you do against, like... Well, if you can't handle the rush, you know, you could keep them on their toes by by calling screens and it kind of worked like there wasn't a pick six this time like the last game and he did a good job Sean McVay did a good job setting up really unique screens every time it wasn't easy to read so we got good chunks of yards and that was basically like a running game but it's technically like a pass so good on Sean McVay for that what happened in the second half, um, the offense kind of just died. I mean, you can't get away with not having a running game for that long. And if the defense can't hold on and create opportunities, because we needed a turnover really bad and we messed up, we didn't. Jalen Ramsey dropped a pick at midfield and then in, uh, Christian McCaffrey actually fumbled, but it landed right in the hands of Niners player on the ground, which is, like, fucking unbelievable. But it further just shows that, you know, there's some really voodoo, superstitious, like, supernatural shit going on when it comes with the Niners and Rams. And is there anything else I have to say? I don't. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is continuing to kick our ass, uh, McFay's ass. And regular season against the Rams. Uh, version of Kyle Shanahan, again, is the greatest coach of all time. So let's just, um, let me see if I got everything. Yep, I don't want to talk about this. But yeah, let's go over the post-game thread. And let's call it a day. Uh, this should be good.
So this comment, <laughs> top comment, not that much comments. Okay, no, top comment from Urban Achiever two eight oh four. I don't really give a shit that we lost. It's the Niners. All we do is lose to them. What I'm incensed, incensed about is that we didn't even come out the fucking locker room after the half. Just complete disinterest. Then to make matters worse. We get the only guy doing fucking anything for us offensively injured by throwing a meaningless pass when the game was well beyond reach. God willing, it's nothing serious because we are fucked. If Coop is done for any amount of time, this organization should be fucking embarrassed uh, coming off of a Super Bowl victory. Okay, I didn't know Cooper Cup got hurt. I didn't even know. But again, if you read, if if you listen to episode zero... I kind of predicted that somebody was going to get hurt. And Cooper Cup was one of them. Because he's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be that season. And, yeah, I didn't, I, I stopped watching the game after they scored, like, last, last touchdown, Niners, I think. And you, you're going to, you, you're probably saying, like, oh, my God, Jeff, I mean, not a real fan. Why aren't you watching the end of a game that you're totally not going to come back at? And the, it's a regular season game, week eight. Because I don't want to fucking be more sad than I already am. And I apparently miss Cooper Cup getting injured, which fucking sucks. But I predicted it. But yeah, there's a lot of in this comment. Good comment, by the way. I'm going to upvote it. Uh coming out of this, like uh sorry, coming out of the locker room after the half i think it was just more the niners just kind of figuring us out because you can't just <laughs> you can't just um play like how we've been playing praying that shit will work and then just expect it to work in the second half we're not a good team right now and the organization should be fucking embarrassed about the product it's putting on the field coming off of a Super Bowl victory. Allen Robinson didn't do that bad. Uh, Van Jefferson just came back. Our O-lineman is really what's holding us back, at least offensively. Defensively, that was really bad. Is it more McCaffrey? Yeah, it's true. But we should never play that bad. And I don't know, maybe it's Wagner not playing as good as he should be i don't know or yeah eric weidel's not coming through that door only halfway through the season uh seahawks okay i'll go to the next one last count of how many times i yelled who's supposed to be covering that guy i don't understand what the point of this defense scheme is is when we're giving up the big plays yeah i didn't say it but there is a play where Kendrick or Ricky Kendrick tried to be a superhero and tried to jump a hook route inside inside hook route short short hook route to Brandon Ayuk and he left his fucking guy the tight end backup tight end wide open on the sidelines I think it was like a cover three that we were playing and it's just that's discipline you know the other play with uh, Kittle Taylor Rapp had an opportunity to uh, tip the ball, but went over him. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah he he missed that one as well um we don't have Darius Williams anymore Nick Scott's good Eric Weddle's not not back um is not as good as we're not as good as of a defensive team as we used to be I guess excuse me <laughs> fuck y'all LA based Niners fans and your team go Rams I don't even know how many I know there's a lot of LA Niners fans and they're they're trying to say like a bunch of San Francisco of course they're going down there too and there's a lot of transplants but how many LA Niners fans are there really honestly because it was they're saying it was 50 50 and I believe them at the game and probably was 55 45 leaning towards the Niners but yeah like it's gonna be hard to convert fans to being Rams fans if we keep losing to other teams that are really strong in LA the Niners are firmly in McVay's head he coaches like a total moron and a completely different person against them well his offense kind of sucks ass right now Allen Robinson is good we need better third option. Higby dropped a pass. Our defense played like shit. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's McVay, like I said before, he is a product of the run game. As much as he tries to ignore it, he's nothing without the run game. And I don't know how many times you Rams fans need to understand that, but I hopefully you can fucking pick that up now. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy. This guy wrote Niners can be fucking two. Niners can be two and fucking fifteen and still beat us twice. Fuck. That was the case. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. Like they're not that good of. Well, I don't know if they're they're a bad team anymore. Cause like, how can they be? Because <laughs> we always see them at their like highest peak. Besides, like, the fourth quarter of the NFC Championship, like, we always see, like, the the best of the Niners. Like, I don't know how they lost to the Bears. I don't know. I think what other teams are doing, like, they, they're probably finally getting pressure on Jimmy G. And maybe if he could get pressure on Jimmy G, maybe he's not even doing anything. He can't pass it to guys like McCaffrey. And then defensively, like, the Niners' defense isn't, super great as they were before like we did good so you know maybe it's just us uh, i don't know okay yeah so i'm gonna end it right there <laughs> sorry for dead air i'll edit that but anyways yeah rams podcast i'm back rams i'm still doing this even if this season's done we'll still be here every fucking week peace